everybody, welcome into Mining Stock Daily. We have a corporate update from one of our sponsors, but before we get to our conversation with new core golds, Luke Alexander, let's take a quick look at the numbers. Uh, gold slightly down today, currently trading at 1805 at time of recording. Silver, on the other hand, is giving away quite a bit of what it gained yesterday. It is down over one and a half percent currently trading $27.61 futures basis. Uh, Jerome Powell is speaking to Capitol Hill congressional leaders. A uh, couple interesting quotes taken away from uh, his uh, uh, from his testimonial, which has been interesting. Uh, you can always go to Twitter and give a, a, a live analysis of what uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is saying. But it will have direct implications, we think, on what the price of precious metals does. Uh, so we are going to just kind of turn away from that event and start talking with Mr. Alexander from Newcore Gold. They trade on the TSX Venture with NCAU and also on the OTCQX markets here in the United States with NCAUF. Uh, Luke, uh, welcome back to the show. We just need to have a quick follow-up. Uh, you continue to put out more drill results. It seems like almost every week now uh, from your 58,000-meter drill program, uh, the news just keeps on coming to the market. Yeah, hi Trevor. Thanks a lot for having me on the show, and hi to all your listeners. Yeah, we've uh, put out some additional results um, uh, from our 58,000 meter program from Cium and Quatchicrom, which are both areas that uh, we've talked about on this show in the past, and we're very happy with those uh, results. And we'll expect, uh, as we've been saying, to continue to put results out in batches every three or four weeks as we get those uh, back from the assay labs. All right, so let's kind of break it down. Let's first talk about the uh, drill results from Cium. Uh, highlights did include 0.82 grams per ton gold over 103 meters at really wide intervals here, Luke. Yeah, we were really happy with the uh, the results uh, from Cium. Uh, that that hole that you're referring to there is actually the largest intercept that we've had as part of our. 58,000 meter program and, uh, and on a gram meter basis, it was actually our second best hole as part of the 58,000 meter program. It comes from our central area, which we refer to as uh, as checkerboard hill. Uh, there's some cross faulting there and, and it's an area that we're obviously going to do a lot of follow up drilling given the uh, given the success that we've been having there. So very pleased with the results from Cium. As we discussed um, uh, previously, we also put out some results from Cium back in January and those uh, covered a very large gap area within the resource. So we're very encouraged by the continued uh, good results that we've been having from Cium. And as a result, we'll continue to follow up with uh, with drilling there. Uh, if you were able to put on a mine engineering hat, uh, it almost seems like, man, you've got a really nice, big bulk tonnage, higher grade type of project here at Cium. Yeah, absolutely. So Cium currently sits at about 535,000 ounces, and um, that does not include any of the 50, uh, the, any of this 58,000 meter drill program. So all of the step out holes that we've been doing, we expect uh, a number of them will add to our overall inferred resource. And, uh, and ultimately widen the overall size of the pits. The other thing with Cium is that it is, uh, from a stripping perspective, it's our lowest strip uh, out, of our three out of our three current deposits. So yeah, from a mining perspective, it's, uh, it lends itself very well to uh, a heap leach or, or other type of uh, operation. What is that strip ratio sitting at right now? At Cium, um, it sits at about one to one. Oh. Oh. Can't complain about that, can you? 
<laughs> yeah, and again, having the, having a lot of these results coming right from surface and, and in the oxides, uh, again, um, you know, in terms of we've talked about it before, uh, potential heap leap type operation, uh, it's, uh, it lends itself very well to that. Uh, what does the mineralization below this oxide at CUM look like? Uh, the results that we've been having, it looks uh, looks very positive. If you actually look at uh, that 103 meters that we put out, it's actually in the sulfides. Uh, so we have started to uh, extend some of these holes below the oxides and getting into those sulfides, and ultimately um, that will deepen the, the pits uh, over time. Yeah, that's just kind of been the goal the entire time here as you've been drilling at the NSHE project. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we've obviously talked about is um, uh, is deeper drilling. Uh, I wouldn't put you know these results into that uh, kind of deeper drilling that we've been talking about. But we do have uh, uh, actually our third diamond rig just showed up on site uh, this week. So we've now got three diamond rigs drilling. Two of them are drilling at Seum at the moment. One of them are drilling. One of them is drilling at Boeing. Uh, and those diamond rigs are starting to drill down to kind of 250, 350 meters. Uh, we've got um, uh, some results that have now been sent to the assay lab, and we'll look forward to start getting those results back. And, and that's where we're really going to start testing these sulfides uh, in earnest is as we start to drill uh, down to those kind of depths and, uh, and look at what the grades look like as we get lower. All right, so continue, continuing to seemingly add ounces at CUM, but let's move over to uh, Kwachi Krum, uh, where there is no resource, but yet uh, the drilling uh, program in that deposit uh, continues to really show opportunity here for expansion of the overall resource at NG. Yeah, absolutely. So Quachi Kroom, um, we've been very pleased with the results that we've been getting out of Quachi Kroom, and you'll see some of those in this press release. I mean, we hit 53 meters at 0.79 uh, grams per ton from surface, all of that in the oxide. So on a gram meter basis, that's actually the best hole that we've had to date from uh, from Quachi Kroom. So very pleased with the re continued uh, good results we've been getting there. We have extended the uh, the strike length of the known mineralization by about 250 meters uh, as part of um, part of this uh, drill results that we've put out. So we now sit at about 650 meters of uh, uh, of mineralization, which sits on top of a two and a half kilometer anomaly. So lots of opportunity for us to continue stepping out about a kilometer to the north, a kilometer to the south, and continue to chase uh, chase the um, mineralization. But at this stage, given the positive results that we've been having from our 58,000 meter program, uh, we've put out 27 holes to date. And then historically, we drilled 17 holes at Quachi Kroom, so a total of about 44 holes. Uh, and our view is that we will be able to, um, uh, over time, wrap a resource at, uh, around those holes and, uh, and add that to our overall global resource. So that would bring in our fourth resource area. Um, as we've discussed in the past, we've got Boeing, NIAM, as well as Quachi, or as well as Seum, which we've been talking about, and adding a fourth area to that, I think would be a, be a real positive, and add to the overall economics of the project. And that's kind of part of our goal over time is uh, to continue to drill some of these additional target areas where we don't currently have resource, and over time look to bring them into that resource into that resource category. And Quachi Kroom is looking like the next one that we will be able to do that with. So yes, very happy with those um, those results that we've been getting back from Quachi Kroom. You you said in time you'd be able to put a resource on on Quachi Kroom, but you don't think that 
in time you don't think by the time the PEA is released in Q2? I, I think by the by the end of the 58,000 meter program, um, we, uh, we will we'll put out an updated resource. So call it Q4 of this year. Uh, and that's when obviously we'll get we'll be able to get all of the results from Cratchy Room off to um, uh, off to our, our engineer and uh, and and allow them to ultimately be able to uh, to start looking at putting a putting a resource around those drill results. So I, I would expect in Q4 is when we start to look at that in in earnest. Uh, the results that we um, have sent off to uh, the engineer t- uh, to date, um, you know, those were results from uh, from last year, or and uh, and those are the ones that may feed into uh, into that PEA. Okay, uh, and it's really interesting if you do look at the map of the entire entry project, you'll notice that Quatchy Croom is, it's not dead center, but it's it's very in the middle between Niam. Uh, to the northeast and Suam to the southwest. So obviously a long trend here. Um, not that it needs to happen anytime soon, but are you looking at maybe putting uh, some holes in between Kwachikrum, those two other deposits there to see how the mineralization, mineralization might flow? Yeah, so when you look at our, our overall property map, um, and if, if your listeners want to have a closer look, maybe slide 13 uh, in, our, in, our, in our presentation, which is on our, on our website, might be the best one to look at. But we've identified three prominent shears that come off of the main Bibiani shear, which run through our property. So the Niam shear, the Sium shear, and the Boeing shear. If you have a look at the NIAM shear, I think that's what you're probably referring to is uh, obviously we, we've got our current NIAM resource, which sits at 155,000 ounces. Uh, and if you continue to the south of that, you actually um, uh, continue along that shear and you get to Quachi Kroom. So, yes, there is, you know, the potential that uh, that that these things continue to extend. And that and that's part of the work we're doing at the moment is stepping out, um, you know, a long strike and continuing to chase the shear to the north as well as the south. And uh, and similarly at Niam, you know, the step out holes that we're doing at Niam, those continue to chase it to the north and to the south. And uh, in between um, those uh, those areas, we have identified some other perspective uh, opportunities, which we will continue to work out over work up over time, uh, you know, through mapping, soil sampling, trenching. And uh, at some point we may decide that it makes sense to um, uh, to drill in between those. I mean, at this stage, there isn't enough data to fully connect those dots. But, um, you know, we're encouraged by the, uh, the work that we have done on, done on the ground. And I mean, just to kind of put it in perspective, I mean, we are talking about five kilometers in distance between those two uh, areas. So, you know, the way we like to um, uh, explore from a, from a de-risking perspective is stepping out is, is the easiest way to de-risk these things. Yeah. And being strategic about it, not just wildcatting the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's other priority areas like Seum South, which we've talked about in the past. I mean, we're in the process of uh, doing two kilometers of trenching there. It's actually our largest anomaly on the property, three and a half by two and a half kilometers. We'll drill that for the first time ever in the first half of this year. And, uh, you know, that, 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 that's the kind of opportunity that we've been working up over, over quite, uh, uh, quite a number of months and years. And, um, and those are the kind of things that we will drill uh, in, the, uh, in the nearer term and, and where we see the, uh, the most prospectivity from, uh, 
from a you know from a new discovery perspective let's say okay uh, look let's step away from the actual exploration work and start uh, just real quick commentary from you regarding the movement and the share price obviously this is mining stock daily and a lot of people are either investing or trading and and obviously want to do well and so you want to do well by your shareholders uh you know, it, it, it could be argued in the in the last short couple of days that perhaps that we're starting to see a new high. Uh, uh, maybe this uh, downward trend has started to reverse a little bit of a floor there at the 60 cent range on the Canadian ticker. Uh, but if you do notice, there was quite a bit, a couple of days of very large volumes in February. Uh, any idea of where this volume was coming from and who's uh, sweeping in and, and buying the stock? Yeah, so I think um, you're probably referring to maybe seeing a new low as opposed to a new high around uh, 60 cents. Uh, I mean, I was very happy. I mean, if I put on my former institutional trading hat and I spent, uh, you know, 15 years of my career sitting on a on a institutional sales trading desk uh, and I look at the volume last week and, and some of the buying, I, I looked at it more closely. I mean, we put out our press release before the market opened on Wednesday. Uh, it was a very, um, a very bad day for gold stocks. I mean, we were one of the only uh, green tickers on the screen that day. Uh, we ended up uh, chewing through about 450,000 shares of volume. I looked a little more closely at, you know, some of the banks and brokers who were out there buying the stock. And uh, it looked like there was a couple of icebergs out there around 60, 62 cents, and they were mopping up uh, lots of stock, which was, uh, which was for me something that I thought was very uh, encouraging to see on the back of the results that we put out to see that kind of buying stepping in. And it came from some less traditional type brokers, which again said to me that um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's larger type buyers stepping in. So that I thought was, um, was very encouraging. And then, you know, that followed on with additional buying on Thursday and Friday, and we ended up closing the, uh, the week on the high and we traded over, uh, over 200,000 shares uh, on average for the, uh, for the four days of trading last week. So yeah, from a, from a trading perspective, I mean, looking at last week, I was quite encouraged by what we, uh, what we saw. And I think if we, you know, kind of look at the, uh, the trend over, over the last few months, there seems to be quite a bit of uh, appetite in this 60 cent range to, uh, to be uh, stepping in and buying stocks. So that seems, um, seems very encouraging from that perspective. I mean, other than a, maybe a, a bigger bounce in the gold price, what other might be some catalysts that, uh, you know, sh traders and shareholders of Nucor would be expecting to see here in the next couple of weeks? Not sure in the next couple of weeks, but maybe we stretch that to the next um, few months. Um, I mean, ultimately, we're going to continue to uh, to put out uh, drill results as as we've been promising, which is every three or four months we'll put put out batches of drill results, and you know we'll we'll see what those drill results ultimately look like. But those uh, any of those releases could be uh, catalysts for the stock. We will be putting out that updated PEA in uh, in Q2, and uh, and again, our view is that that will create a, a further underpinning of a uh, value for uh, for the company, and and hopefully that ends up being a a catalyst. So I think drill results and the and the PEA would be the things that I'd be looking for over the next few months in terms of uh, uh, catalysts for the uh, for the stock. All right, Luke, uh, appreciate your time here once again. Look forward to uh, hearing from you. You know maybe next month, the next couple of weeks, but uh, till then stay healthy and stay safe and keep up the good work. Thanks a lot, Trevor.
Luke Alexander from Nucor Gold. Again, they traded on the TSX Venture with NCAU and also on the OTCQB with NCAUF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.